everyone, and welcome back to Reaching Out with Reach podcast, where we bring to you discussions and topics surrounding our community, prevention, and recovery for all. Today, we are shining light on another amazing local nonprofit who is doing so much for the community. Hope Kids has a vision to restore hope and transform the lives of children and with life-threatening medical conditions, their families, and communities they serve. We have here today with us the executive director of Hope Kids, Bridget Ashing. And I'm sorry if I blessed your last name. <laughs> here to talk about the agency, give us more information on exactly what Hope Kids is, does, provides, and all of that. I would also like to introduce our very own Ashley Fairmore, who is one of Reach's prevention specialists and will be leading today's interview with Bridget. Bridget, welcome. We are so glad you have joined us and super excited to learn more about Hope Kids and how your involvement in the community is so impactful. Ashley, I'll hand it off to you to get us rocking and rolling. Okay, thank you, Crystal. Good morning, Bridget. How are you this morning? Good morning. I am doing well. Thank you for having me today. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to be part of our podcast. Um, I feel like this was kind of fate. It fell into our lap when I met your board member at one of the fundraisers um, a couple weeks ago. And I was excited to learn more about your um, services. So, of course, I took the opportunity to bring you on so we could learn more about Hope Kids. Uh, so tell us about your mission at Hope Kids. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I agree. I think I love those divine appointments when two people meet and there's a connection and that leads to this happening today. So thank you so much again for having me. Um, but a little bit about Hope Kids. Um, we work with families who have a child that's diagnosed with a life-threatening medical condition. And we, um, our mission is to restore hope in their lives. And so many of these kids are diagnosed with cancer, diagnosed with sickle cell, heart conditions, rare genetic disorders. And, um, they need something on their calendar outside of the doctor's appointments and um, hospital stays and treatments. And so that's where Hope Kids steps in and we fill their calendar with lots of hope. And so by fun events, all um, each and every week, there's something to look forward to for them to register and meet other families and have this beautiful opportunity to connect with people going through similar situations. That's wonderful. Sometimes it's nice to know that there are other people out there going through the same things and just having that avenue of support is major. And it's wonderful that you guys provide that. Um, how did Hope Kids get its start? So Hope Kids started back in actually 2001 with our Arizona chapter. So just with the just with the message of like the power of what Hope can do when when we're in a, a dark situation and you know, a challenging situation, just that power of having something to look forward to, what that can do for a child or for a family. And so um, it started in Arizona, um, like I said, in 2001, in um, you know, Minnesota chapter was our next chapter in Minneapolis, St. Paul area. And then North Texas was launched in 2013. And so that's when we came to North Texas. We do have several other chapters um, around the country, Colorado, Kansas City, and Nashville, Tennessee area. 
Um, but today, you, obviously, we're focused on our Texas chapter, and we serve families primarily in the Dallas um, Fort Worth Metroplex. And so, all of our events that we host um, are centered around here. But we do have families that live, you know, in Houston or Austin or out of state that drive in for treatment. Um, and so, when they're here for treatment or here to visit family, they will attend our events that we hold. Okay, wonderful. So I know. Um, you know, with North Texas, that's a pretty broad term, North Texas, um, you know, like we specifically serve Ellis and Johnson County. So I didn't know if there was a specific um, service area that you target, or it sounds like it's kind of open to anyone as long as you're willing to, you know, kind of train, um, what do you call it? Um <laughs> Travel, travel, yeah, yeah, and that, and that is. I mean, most of our, I guess, we're probably focused around. I would say Tarrant, um, Dallas County, Collin, and Denton would be like our four major counties in this area that we focus on. Um, but really, the family, you know, can live, you know, in any anywhere in this metroplex. Or like I said, we had a family once that lived in Lubbock, and and they would travel here to Dallas Children's for treatment. And um, so every time they traveled here and, and their daughter was actually in the hospital for over a year, um, right when, from birth until she was just over a year old. And during that time, you know, we provided this calendar of events and the, the husband and wife would attend date nights. And when the siblings came in out of town from Lubbock, they would they would go to the different events that we host on our calendar. And um, and so it really, you know, it, they can live, like you said, anywhere, but just our events are primarily focused here in the DFW area. Um, but then it's you know also important to note that it is for the whole family. So, you know, we are um, when a child applies for Hope Kids, um, what gets them into our program is their life-threatening medical condition. And so they go through an application process. Um, we get approval from their doctor that they qualify and then they are um, entered into our program. So qualifying is zero to 18 to qualify for Hope Kids. But once they're in Hope Kids, we're tied to the whole family. And so it's um, it becomes where it's not just about the child who's diagnosed. It's about the brother or sister that, you know, sometimes gets lost in the shuffle um, during all of the medical um, treatments and hospital stays. And so we're there for them. So the parents can bring brother or sister just to the event or the parents can do a date night on their own. Um, we do mom's events. We do dad's events. And so to try and connect with other people. And then once they're part of Hope Kids, they're always part of Hope Kids. So we have kids in our program that are now cancer free um, or have undergone their heart transplant and they're doing great. And and there's not an end date. They are the hope heroes. So they're the hope for the newly diagnosed kids. So we do a lot of connecting with our events. So we might hold, hold an event that's just for cancer kids and families or just for cystic fibrosis parents or just for, you know, we did an accessible hike um, at Lake Ray Roberts where we just invited those families that had a child in a wheelchair. And so we did a two mile accessible hike and that was purposefully done um, to expose them to an accessible hike that hiking is, is, um, you know, they're able to do that with their child, but then also to connect the families. Um, so they meet other families that, hey, 
you know, going through it, you know, you're going through it too, or that event, we had three single moms at the event. And so we were able to connect them. And there they were with their kids in their wheelchairs, single moms, laughing and making these connections. Um, You know, and then, like I said, once a hoop kid family, always a hoop kid family. So um, unfortunately, you know, there are times where a family does lose their child. And um, when in that situation, when everything is tied to the child, so the doctors go away, the therapists go away, everything goes away. Hope kids stays. We say, you know what? We're, we're part of your family. And so they're able to stay and bring the brothers and sisters to the events um, and, and be welcome just like they would if they had their child with them. So, so we do really look at the whole family unit when we're, when we're planning and hosting these events each week. Oh, I think that is so amazing, first of all, and wonderful. And you're right. When someone is going through something, um, you know, whether it's an illness or substance abuse, it's not just that person going through it. It's the whole family that needs support. And, um, you know, I like what you said about like, I'm a single mother myself. So sometimes just knowing there are other people like you, that are going through the same thing that can relate that can help support you and vice versa. There are so many critical aspects to that, to what you were saying. Um, and I think that's just amazing. And, um, you know, I like that the services don't stop just because something changes. So you don't lose that connection and that support because that is absolutely essential. I'm that's sure. important because they go through so much loss and, and even if, you know, even just loss of a new normal when their child's diagnosed. And so to, to know that they're not alone and that there's others going through it and um, that can understand. So a lot of, um, you know, events like our mom's events have become really popular. We've with COVID, we had to shift and pivot and adjust. And so we do some virtual mom's book clubs um, and the moms have just connected in a way and they're like, we are finally like connecting with people that truly get it, that truly understand. They understand their, their frustrations, their anger, their celebrations and the ups and downs. And so they just really connect and find people to do life with. And that's, that's our hope. It's like, we start with, here's this free event that could be like a Dallas stars game or a Mavericks game or a Rangers game, or it could be something like a mom's book club, or, you know, we've, partner, you know, with other um, AT&T performing arts. And so it could be, you know, any one of these types of events that just might be tickets to a theater show, but to look over and to see other people like, wow, there's another child that's, you know, has, um, you know, just a backpack with their feeding tube in there. And, and one of my favorite stories to share is, you know, doing a private movie screening. We, um, a mom came up to me and, and one time and said, you know, what I love about the Hope Kids movies. And I'm like, oh, tell me, what do you love? And she goes, I love when my child's feeding machine can go off and I don't get an angry glare. I get 
is that yours or is that mine? And so they're just surrounded by people who get it. If they're, and, and that's, that's the beauty. So it starts off like this fun free event that they wouldn't be able to afford because of medical bills piling in. Um, so they can still choose to have fun with their family and make family memories. And then it just transitions into it's more than that. It's these beautiful relationships, these ongoing connections that they're able to make as in, and support system. And, and two, like another thing, it's not just about the families. It's about those that get involved with Hope Kids. Like um, when Crystal read our mission, you know, just about transforming the lives of families and the communities in which we serve. That's a like that's a big part for us at Hope Kids. Like we love transforming our community. And what that means is getting people involved with Hope Kids, whether as a volunteer, whether as somebody who supports us financially, or a school or a church. Like we have a big Hope Day Festival. We're partnering with Central High School um, in Keller. And the students have planned this big festival for us on Friday. And so we have about 200 um, Hope Kids family members are going to be out there. And there's going to be inflatables. There's going to be um, petting zoo. There's going to be carnival games and food. But Our hope is that those students will be more like will be transformed as much as our families by, you know, having that connection and the interaction with the families. So it's, it's truly, you know, not just the the families that we're we're really trying to impact. It is our our local, you know, North Texas community, those that get involved with us, those that, you know, start volunteering and and coming to the events and handing out the tickets and greeting the families. Like they're getting like that joy and passion, which that we're just as passionate about that. So that's that's a big, I'm glad, I'm glad that that was mentioned as part of our you know, as the introduction, because that's that's a huge, um, huge part for us is just transforming our community as well. Definitely. And that's a huge aspect of it as well, getting the community involved. And that's, you know, a big reason I wanted to invite you on the podcast and get to learn more is just that creating awareness and spreading the message, because I had no clue, you know, any services like this were available. And I'm, you know, fortunate in that way. But um, I know there are others going through things that need services like this and may not know that they're available in this area. Um, and well, that, was a cool, that was a cool connection because you met that was um, the Midlothian high school students um, were doing for their Panthers at work week, their paw week. They chose Hope Kids yes. as a beneficiary and um, throughout the week did various activities that would benefit Hope Kids. And I think that that's what, like, that's really cool to me to see students getting involved. There's another high school. The students were passionate about giving back to their local community and impacting kids right in the Midlothian area that are part of Hope Kids that benefit from the events. And so I just loved and then how that meeting and you met our board member and now we're here. And I just mm-hmm. love that. And that's all because students became passionate and we're doing something. And, and so, um, yeah, I would love to get more schools and churches and just different groups involved because there is such power when we get together and do something good for our local community. Absolutely. So I know you touched on this a little bit. Um, 
but I was looking on your website and I saw your list of partners and some of them were pretty cool. You, I know you mentioned like stars games and Rangers games and uh, movies. I saw the Alamo draft house on there and just different organizations you've partnered with. And I, I bet some of the events are really cool. And I know, um, like you said, families are able to experience some of these things um, that they may not otherwise be able to experience due to cost. So tell us about some of the organizations you've teamed up with in the past and some of the things you've done. Yeah, no, there's, like you said, there's, there's lots of event partners and it's funny because people will ask me that question all the time. Like, Oh, who do you, you know, who do you partner with? You, you know, how many, what, what do you have coming up this week? And I'm always like, what day is it? Cause we last year in 2021, um, we hosted 482 events in one year. <laughs> and so when I say every week, it's, it's literally every single week. So we do have some amazing people in the community that we partner with. Um, you know, you mentioned Alamo draft house. They have been a huge supporter of hope kids, um, with COVID that has changed a little bit because they're still getting back on their feet, but we would do monthly private movie screenings. We partner with like I said, shared earlier, AT&T Performing Arts, Buff City Soap, and, and things like, like if you take a Buff City Soap, they just open up before it opens to the public and they donate 10 slots um, for kids. So we can have 10 to, I think 10 to 12 kids that come once a month and can make bath bombs. They do a whole bath bomb making class and the parents are there. So while the parents are watching, they can connect. They have staff there that are helping the kids make it. So it's a win-win. It's private. Um, we have a lot of families that, you know, were obviously very cautious before COVID, but now are extra cautious after, you know, COVID and kind of the world we're living in now. And so if we're able to do an event that's private, that's like, that's a really good top-notch event because then the families feel safe. They know it's other families there. There's not going to be somebody who's sick. And so, so those events are, are awesome. Um, we partner with Cotton Patch Cafe, and this is another simple one. So an event doesn't have to be huge. It could be one family. So they do family dinners and they take one family each month in different locations and provide a family dinner, which provides connection for that family. Um, we partner with Merlin's Magic Wand and that's um, Sea Life in Legoland. And so they're able to donate tickets to us um, and we're able to post those events on our calendar and volunteers are there to greet them and check them in. And, and so it's, yeah. And like I said, different churches, um, all the major, like the major sports teams, we partner with them and they reach out and, and generously donate tickets and experiences. And so it's, we have some beautiful partnerships in the, in the Metroplex here. Yeah. That's really neat. Some, um, you know, like the soap making, the, the would you say buff city yeah um i just saw the other week there's a location in mansfield and it kind of drove by and i'm like what is that for honest honestly i thought it said soup at the beginning i thought it was some food place but it was soap and i was yes. like oh, that's really and, and cool they do. i am a um, I've become a huge Buff City soap fan. I use their laundry soap and their hand soap and all the things They're It's so good. Um, and that's the thing, like, you know, a lot of our families then they get exposed to different things. Like, you know, we've had rock climbing with summit gym or switch life is another group that teaches skateboard lessons.
brands that we partner with, um, you know, but it exposes them to these new things that they didn't realize they had an interest in. And so a lot of the, you know, a lot of the families, you know, like they end up like, oh, I like to skateboard. So their child asks for a skateboard for Christmas and they develop this new passion, um, which is cool too. So they get exposed to a lot of things. Um, and then we partner with a lot of companies. Um, and this has been a really beautiful thing too, is getting companies that want to give back. Um, they want the families, they want to have interactions with the families and their their team and employees. And so we have companies that host events for us. And so one of our big ones is with Texans Credit Union in, in Richardson. And they um, every year do several events for us. And, and one of the highlights is the Halloween event. And that's where they decorate their cubicles and their hallways. And, and then the kids come and they trick or treat indoors and are able to, um, you know, just have a safe environment. Um, for the past couple of years, we've held it outside in their parking garage to make it a little bit more safe. Um, but it's just great. They have games, activities, food, um, and the kids just get to go around. And that's just a company. They plan it, they host it, they invite us, we post it to the families that we serve. Um, and it's just a really great, really great event. And we have several companies, um, all over that that partner with us in that way, or we have those that host picnics for us. They might we might rent a room, um, pavilion um, at a park and then just get some. We have yard games and picnic games and just bring families out. So it's um, we can be creative. So if somebody is out there listening, like, oh, what about this? Like we're all about brainstorming and coming up with new, fun, creative things um, to to just bring hope to the families and those opportunities to connect them. Yeah, that's really neat. That sounds fun. I didn't really think about the um, aspect. I know with COVID, we're all a little more uh, safety conscious, health conscious, but having that added factor of, you know, children that already have illnesses and being more at risk than the others. And um, it does. I didn't really it think adds, about it. It adds a whole different element. I mean, and that's why, like, with our calendar, um, we've definitely become more creative with it and offering different types because, you know, we want to appeal to all comfort levels. So for example, um, coming up, we have like a virtual event, the, um, the new Encanto movie that everyone's raving about. Oh, yeah. If you have kids, you've probably <laughs> seen it and heard all the songs. Well, Mirabelle is a princess and she's going to be joining us virtually and doing like a, a oh. story time and sing along. And so we have families already signed up for that. So we we really try to find those those virtual things too that we can put on Zoom and you know partner with other groups um, like princess groups or superhero groups and different things that we can do virtually virtually um, to just give those families where if they have to be home or even before COVID, we had families in the hospital for a long time. Like earlier, I shared the one little girl that was in the hospital for a whole year. Like had we had virtual events during then, her family could have been logging into the virtual mom's chats or, you know, the kids could be logging into the princess Zoom. So it really was a need that we had even before COVID, it just wasn't recognized until COVID. So, so our calendar is, is full of um, different things from Zoom to in-person outside to in-person indoors. We have what we call hybrid events where we have, um, we might supply, like, 
provide the supplies for an event. Like we have a bee making or like a honey making kind of bee event coming up. And, um, and so we're going to provide all the supplies. So they come pick them up in the morning. And then later that day, we'll all meet together on zoom. And we've done that with like making gingerbread houses where we provide the supplies. And then later on, they pick them up and later on, um, we make them on Zoom together. So there's still that community interaction piece to it. So it's um yeah, there's there's a lot going on. We like I said, 482 events last year. Um, and we're just under a thousand families in the North Texas area that we serve. And so they are literally all over DFW and um, you know, still trying to get the word out as well if there's a family that that has a child that would potentially qualify. Um, I always say, you know, we, if you would qualify, we would love to have you part of hope kids and part of our family and, um, just provide hope for, for your family. Yeah, definitely. Um, so like you said, there's probably people out there that are going to be listening to this and be inspired by your story and your mission and all the things, um, that you've talked about, or maybe they just want to donate to the cause, or maybe they have a service that they can think of that they can provide for you. So tell me the best way to contact you guys, um, for those people that would like more information or to help out with your mission and your cause. Awesome. Yeah, I, I would say the the one stop shop or the best way would just be to go to our website. And so it's um, Hope Kids H O P E K I D S dot org O R G. Um, and on there, um, there's an application that says Become a Hope Kid. So if you have a child that could potentially qualify. Um, if you're not sure, um, we have a really good question and answer on there that might help clarify. And I always say it doesn't hurt to try. I mean, if, if you, um, don't qualify, um, that that's, I mean, that that's a good thing then, you know, but if you do qualify, that's also a good thing because you have a, a huge community of support. So become a hope kid. There's a link, um, to get involved. And that would be the various ways um, to get involved volunteering. We do a lot with our volunteers um, and we just love our Hope Crew there. I mean, we couldn't do all of those events without our Hope Crew. So volunteering, if you're just curious, there's a subscribe button and you just want to like get our once a month update um, just to stay curious. That's another option. Um, donate is obviously always an option as well. And then, um, all of our contact information is on there. So if you, like you said, if you have an idea and you're like, wait, I own a bowling alley or I own a skating rink, or, you know, I have this idea, I'm, um, a photographer and want to do a portrait day or something and just want to brainstorm ideas. If you click contact, um, and then the North Texas chapter, my information's on there. Um, and then and there's three of us. So um, our family and community manager and our program manager are both on there as well. So. Okay. Great. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to us today and tell us more about Hope Kids and the amazing work that you do. I enjoyed hearing and learning so much more about you guys. Well, thank you for having us. And before we close out, Bridget, <laughs> before we close out, is there anything else that we may not have covered or any upcoming events that um, Hope Kids may have you want to share with us? Um, I would say like all of our special events that we have going on as well can be found on our website. So we do a golf tournament in September. 
Um, obviously, we're part of North Texas Giving Day. So um, you could search for us um, around North Texas Giving Day in September of this year. And then we do a big Hope Walk in October. Um, and it's going to be October 22nd. And this year, we're going to do a Glow Walk. So it'll be in the evening. It's just a one-mile, all-accessible family walk. Um, family, It's at with, um, Cap Smith Park in Watauga. And all of, you know, our families will be invited and their friends and families and just our whole local community is invited. Um, and more information as that's launched will be on our website. So definitely keep that website bookmarked because that's where you're going to find everything that you need. All right. Well, again, thank you for your time today. I want to say everything that you're doing in the community is very impactful and it's a beautiful thing. And we love to see it being that we are very community um, driven is is great that we connected today. Thank you, Ashley, for this connection as well. And thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, remember, life is full of choices. Choose happy, choose healthy.